I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Advertising Podcast. In this episode, we're going to discuss programs that can create videos from still images. There are quite a few of them around, um, but the ones that I'm going to talk about today are Runway and uh, another one called Layerpix. And Layerpix is spelt as in the princess from Star Wars rather than Layers, which uh, is kind of weird. The reason I'm looking into these right now is years ago now, I created an e-learning uh, project that was a, a sort of a personal project. I th- I've talked about it before in a previous episode about a little robot who teaches children all about colour. And um, I kind of wasn't quite sure what the end product was. Uh, and so it was. It started off as an e-learning course and then it turned into a just a movie and then it turned into a, a book and now it's a sort of an online book as well so it's sort of been loads of things but obviously one of the things I did was uh, created this movie and it was sort of eight minutes long and it took me ages because it's 3d animation the thing just took me so long to do it was it was kind of years in the making not because it took me years but because it's only a side project and I've got proper work to do I never sort of had the time to do it. And so I just sort of fit it in around stuff. So I, ha- I had this movie that was just sat there. And I was like, I didn't really know what to do with it. And I now have a grandson. Uh, and he, I look after him every Friday. He's very cute. And um, there was a day I thought, actually, I'll, I'll show him this film called Huey and see what he thinks of it. And he really genuinely got into it. And so every single time he would come round... He would eat his porridge in the morning and he would watch Huey. And um, he learned, and that's how he learned how to, you know, all the colours of the rainbow. And it was really good. And he, he, he still loves it now. And it's, his, it's one of his favourite things. It's sort of up there with Buzz Lightyear. And so I, I thought, actually, maybe I should do something with this. Uh, because, you know, he, he wouldn't sit and say it's great if it was rubbish. Because uh, kids, you know, they're honest. And so I made it into a book as well movie so it was kind of rezzed up from a book because the back in the day it was it was so long ago that it was it was like uh 1080 the the size of it because it was pre you know pre hd it's been so long this thing's been going I created this book and i printed a load of copies and again i didn't do anything with it i one day i will but but it's not really the point of it was just the fun of creating it and it it, it taught me to learn uh, cinema 4d and so it was useful as was almost like a research project rather than because i wanted to suddenly be a children's book author but because of my grandson it's like okay maybe i should do something with this and so being the ultimate procrastinator when it comes to these this book series i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna create a few books rather than just the one and so i've, I've done now three four books um but the, the second third and fourth book were literally just books because obviously developing animation takes a long time uh just even physically rendering the stuff out it was like months of render time i mean genuinely months when when you sort of totted up the amount of time it took to render each shot if you put it back to back it was like two months of render time but if you can create just an image for a book, it's it's way quicker because it's just one render rather than, you know, thousands of renders. 
And so I created these books and I thought it'd be nice to have a movie though because the movie works really well as sort of almost to market this thing. And obviously for my grandson, he got into the movie first and from the movie he was he read the books rather than the other way around. But I really have the time or the inclination to develop you know, these other three books into movies? And the, the short answer is no, not, not in the, the workflow I used before. But of course, you know, the world's changed since then and we have AI. And so obviously when I saw that what you can do with AI, it's like, ah, actually I could use that technology to create moving image versions of second, third and fourth storybook. And so today... I that's what I did so I used runway and layer picks and to be fair I used layer picks most of the time because a lot of the things obviously because they're static a lot of the shots aren't very dynamic and so you don't need any crazy camera moves or anything it sort of suits more something you know subtle and so I took them into layer picks and you just literally upload an image and then it, it as soon as it's uploaded it starts moving in a 3d way and it's very it's yeah it's just clever technology and it and you immediately think god oh, that saved me I mean I can I could do them because I, I know how to do sort of camera maps and stuff in after effects and obviously I could do it because I have the 3d file sat there and so I could very easily put a camera move in but it's that it's all of that render time it's like I don't want to you know spend ages having my computers tied up but it was it's such a massive undertaking whereas this was was simple and, and today I, I worked on it while I was sat watching the f1 so it wasn't like I was full-on and I've created eight shots of uh, a book that's 36 pages and so eight pages have already been done in a day and it's like, you know, that was honestly years of work, the, the previous one. And suddenly I'm doing this stuff, you know, really quickly. And so that's that's obviously really exciting. But again, it's I, I always go back to the same old stuff. If you want to talk about grunt work, that is the biggest grunt work project I've ever undertaken because it was it just took ages to actually physically get these renders out and it wasn't a creative exercise you literally just you know you set the thing up and that's that's obviously takes some doing but once you set it up you just push render and you you literally just sit there for three days while it's rendering this stuff out and it's there's nothing clever about it there's nothing that is taking anybody's jobs away apart from the computer's job but suddenly with these ai programs you can just create this stuff you know so fast and, and the thing that I found with, with all of the AI that I'm using at the moment, there's no one magic bullet solution that does everything. But what there is, it's sort of a suite of tools that I'm using now. And it's like, okay, so I used, I obviously took my original images that were from the book. I initially took them into Adobe Photoshop Beta and, um, and, and essentially cut them up into into bits that I could use because I wanted to animate the background this little robot has got a sort of a power supply and it's and, and particles come out to show that it's moving around it's like sort of smoke I guess and it's got a little lens flare to show that it's powered by some kind of ion drive and so I, I cut that out from the background and obviously just said generate and it just it cuts that out and so I've got a background that is a still image. I then pull that background into layer picks. 
and put a little camera move on it and they're, they're, they're nice camera moves and, and it works well and you have to sort of fiddle the dials a little bit but you can have lots of different camera moves and it's not just a sort of a static you know left to right camera move these things are in 3d space and so it looks like it really is a, a proper thing and i thought if i did that in 3d the only difference i would probably move i mean because it's there are a load of containers up in space the only thing i would do is probably move each container individually and so it would look a little bit better but it's not so much better that i'm prepared to spend you know a week on a shot i'd prefer to spend you know 10 minutes on a shot uh, or yeah it took me longer than 10 minutes but um you know minutes rather than weeks it's 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 just amazing the difference between the two i, I would cut out the, the little robot from my original you know layer and i would put that on in after effects and then i would move put a little camera move on this this little robot and then i would the lens flares and i would add a separate particle system for the particles and then you know little bits of smoke and stuff but all of it was very templatable almost because it's the same robot each time so i can use the same setup for the the lens flares and stuff but essentially it was I had this workflow that once it, it took me a little bit of time to do the first one and work out how I was going to do it. But from then onwards, it's like, OK, this thing I can probably do, you know, five shots a day. So within a week and a half, I reckon I'll have almost a finished movie, which is incredible compared to honestly taking years to do the, the previous one. So long that it's like I just don't want to tackle this project. Whereas now it's like, okay, I can tackle this project and it's, you know, I can do a little bit after work. And um, so it's just amazing that the difference between the two. And so that's that's layer picks. So I would, if you want to get little camera moves, which I, I, I do quite often because I'll, I'll do, uh, you know, web banners and stuff. And then the client will say, actually, I'd like a video um, based on the same idea. And so I used to pull my um, banners into After Effects and, you know, cut them out and, and create little camera moves uh, using the 3D features. And it was all doable, but it just took time. Whereas now you can do it in literally minutes. And again, you look at it and you think, Have, is the idea any better? Are you any more creative for doing it? Absolutely not. All you are is... You have these tools at your disposal that make the same idea and the same thing that's in your head just a lot easier and more accessible. And it is, it's the grunt work. It's always the grunt work that is just, it, it saves you so much time. The thing that's really good about this Huey project is that is living proof that I would not have done that project if it wasn't for AI because it made something that was, yes, I could do it, but I just didn't have the time or the dedication almost to to say right I'm going to give up six months of my you know evenings to create this video whereas it's like yeah I'll, I'll spend you know five evenings to create a video definitely and so it's they're brilliant and so the other program this runway I, I've sort of started using it but it seems to be at the moment it's too wild you sort of you put in an image and the results seem to go very crazy very quickly. It sort of goes into AI. It's like, I'm going to do whatever I want. 
Um, and so it, I, I'm sure there's a way of making it a lot more structured than it is at the moment because at the moment it's almost unusable because it's just it goes from you know an image of suddenly changes into you know two balls bouncing around it's like well, where's my robot gone you've you've suddenly gone you know very um psychedelic with everything and i don't want psychedelia i want a robot that moves around so i, th I think i'm probably doing something wrong with that because otherwise it wouldn't be a tool that anybody uses but i'm gonna obviously look at that because there are certain shots that i i want more than just a little camera move on with all this stuff i keep banging the same drum which is it's not making the ideas any better but it's making it all accessible like mid-journey it's like this these things that you you thought oh that'd be a nice idea but i just don't have the time or the resource to go down that particular avenue because yes i can do it eventually but i can't spend you know four days coming up with an image that ultimately the client acts in a heartbeat but if you can do it in mid-journey in 10 minutes yeah absolutely i'll give that a go as a as an idea because it's it's not going to break the budget if they say no i don't like that ad and it's the same kind of principle with these um, movies for the, the books it's it's just it makes it commercially viable almost even though the thing is commercially completely dead in the water because i never do anything with it but i might do one day and you know if i keep uh, if i have a body of work i think yeah okay i'm prepared to you know do something with this i've then got um four movies four books and you've actually got something that is worthy of of kind of doing something with say there would be no way i would even attempt to make a second third and fourth movie if i didn't have these tools available because it just makes it accessible but the more i use ai the more i realize it's a it just takes the grunt work out of stuff but b it's a combination of using all of these different tools that have all got AI you know, behind them that, that your workflow just changes. And it's like you can, I think if you sit and think, you know, mid-journey is the magic bullet, it's like, no, it's not. But if you use mid-journey and Photoshop and, you know, I don't know, ChatGPT, between all of them, you can start developing stuff that is really quite exciting. And more to the point, you can develop it quite quickly. But it's definitely not, you know, stopping me, you know, it's not kicking me out of a job because I've still got to keep driving this stuff. And, you know, in the case of the, the movie, I've, I obviously had to have images in the first place to put little camera moves on. And so without my original images and my original book, there would be nothing. But it, it just, yeah, it gives you the tools to actually think, yeah, I'm going to make that into a movie now because it is it's so accessible and it's really exciting to be able to think, okay, I'd like, I'd, I sort of always wanted to make movies of the other ones, but I, I knew I would never ever get around to it traditionally. But now here it is just sat in front of me and it's just a process I now need to go through. And it's, it's just, you know, it's almost like using a stock library for images. And that's the other thing with all of this stuff. It's, it's not like AI's come along and changed the game completely. I think what it's done, because I used to make, you know, movies for clients and I wouldn't sit and think, OK, I need a shot of a, you know, a person walking down a corridor in a data centre, say. I wouldn't think, right, I need to get a movie camera out. I need to find a data centre. I need to film it. I need to phone an actor or an actress. 
what I would do is I'd go to a, a movie stock library thing and just do it like that. And it's like, that's not that's no more creative than going to Mid Journey or you know some some moving image equivalent. It's the same kind of process. I'm just feeding information into some search engine saying I want a picture or I want a movie of a you know a data center. It's just I changed the way I, I go about finding what I need. Um, I'm using AI rather than just a search engine. Nobody's jobs are, are kind of going down the pan. Apart from, I guess, you know, stock libraries might eventually become almost like ancient history. But I think that the, the sensible stock libraries are embracing AI and they're using their stock library as a, a learning tool for AI. Because obviously AI's got to get the images from somewhere and it's nice if they're not ripped off from people. And so all of these stock libraries, I mean, that's what Adobe are doing. I know Shutterstock are doing it as well. They're saying to AI engines, okay, you can, we'll license, we'll, we'll get them in this together. You use our stock libraries to almost populate and, and let your AI learn what things look like. And away you go. So it's a really exciting bit of technology, probably more so than normal for me, because it's like I have a, I have a genuine application that it's like, ah, I can do this now. This is really good. I wasn't even thinking of doing it, but it's something that I'm going to do. And it's like, yeah, I'm just going to charge on and, and use all of the skills I've, I've had for ages. But I can fast track it. It's really good. And so, um, yeah, check out Runway AI and also Layerpix. Layerpix is so easy to use. You will you literally just wander on there, upload an image, and as soon as you upload the image, it starts moving. And it's just cool. It's cool to look at. So that's the podcast. Uh, hopefully you've learned something. If you have, remember to like and subscribe. And if you haven't learned anything, you know what you got to say. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Either way, I hope you'll listen in to the next episode, which comes out next Tuesday. Thanks again for listening to the Advertising Podcast. Podcast.